1: Show prep. So,
2: <laughs> so yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I he's just barely really make let's... it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get to go
1: I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here.
3: Like Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's say ha ha. It's the Six Rick Kane Show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the Six rig champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards a hurricane. That's never still. Put the damage to the squad. The Six Rick Kane Show. The Six Rick Kane Show.
2: I'm post. I'm just going crazy here, posting all this stuff. So make sure that all, all my fragile Freddy friends, fans.
1: I feel, like I feel like I I I am in the presence of uh of royalty here, Infamy at least.
2: Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> sir, you're gonna have to respect it. All right, you have to respect it. This is this is what you
1: get because you came with stats and all. Like we say, no show prep. You do a little show prep. You come with the point, and yeah. it's taken out of context. The next thing you know. <laughs> Yeah, famous of it. Mr. Santana is, is known throughout Tallahassee, apparently.
2: Apparently, man. Apparently, I still hey, I still got love from all man. Are you kidding me? You do what now?
1: FM. It's FSU week, man. It's the Wednesday. The love is gone
2: now. It is, it is hate week. Yeah, never mind. I was just I was just kidding. Um we we wanted to come back on today really quick before we even get into all that. Uh we wanted to come back on today and talk a little more. Kings FSU, and like you mentioned, it's just, it's rivalry week, so we're bringing on we're bringing the heavy hitters uh, to the show this week. Uh, as we, you know, we did mention we're going to have some extra content um, on the podcast, but this one's going to go live on YouTube as well. So um, you know, everybody can kind of check it out on YouTube, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, um, uh, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your 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 podcast. Make sure you guys go check it out there. Subscribe. The podcast you'll get this plus some extra content that we'll have uh even maybe tomorrow or on Friday and plus we're doing pre and post game as well. Yeah, so uh, guys, yeah. you will know, get a little bit of everything here on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel and the Six Rings Games show. Um yeah man, look, listen, at the end of the day, look, I can I can say they're they I can say that that sucks until I'm blue in the face. All right, but at the end of the day we've gotta be able to execute. If we don't execute that, that team that sucks over there, those wide receivers that aren't all that elite, like everybody says, are gonna end up kicking our ass anyways, right? So I mean at the end of the day they they've gotta perform. They've gotta I mean
1: I feel like you've been um attacked, you've been taken out of context, and we gotta go win this game now.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we gotta go
1: win this game, Fine. we gotta do it for you. I mean, for nothing else,
2: <laughs> so we gotta do it for you. Listen, if we win this game on Saturday. That post-game. You don't want to miss the post-game if we win this game. Nobody – you talk about cocky Miami fan, you are not going to want to be within 10 feet of me on Saturday if you're anything but a Miami Hurricane fan because it's going to get ugly and in a, such a joyous way. So, yeah, I mean, look, whatever, man. It's all good. Um, we get to talk a little more about about you know the matchups that are coming up now. We've got Flo on the show in case you haven't uh seen it on Twitter or on um I guess you never uh, actually said his
1: name in the interview. Said sort of bringing in the heavy hitter. we I know. Heavy just hitter. Forgot to, you know, it takes you to realize who the heavy hitter
2: was. It's yeah, uh yeah. Mr. You got to guess. You got to guess. <laughs> we got to guess. Mr. Flo from the Miami Flo uh squad comes to join us here on the Six Rings Kings to talk a little bit. More about these matchups, you know, not only the wide receivers, but, you know, what's going on in the quarterback room and, of course, in the trenches, which I did. And I'm going to stick to it. Right. Miami's got to bet the better, the better of the trenches. So we want to kind of hear. Look, you know, at the end of the day, man, that's a good football team over there. It is what it is. okay? that's a good football team. And we're going to have to come out and execute and play good football to be able to, uh, you know, have a chance to win this game. So. We definitely want to break down some of the positions and what it's going to take, uh, kind of go a little bit more in depth on what it's going to take for Miami to uh, beat FSU. I, I, don't, I don't know about you, Vish, but, you know, I'm pretty excited about the game because I think the biggest thing that we can take out of this is it's it's not about the ACC championship game no, um, for us. Not. You know, it's <laughs> not about the – it's definitely not about the college football playoffs for us. Um so this game really is just a game for us to be able to to grow as a football team. But on the other side of the ball, this is this is for a chance to ruin the whole entire season potentially for our rivals, right? So this is a chance for us to, you know, get them out of the race for the college football playoffs. This uh, has a ch- it's obviously bragging rights, right? There's there's a lot of opportunity for us to go in there and then and, and do some do some damage. Mentally as well as physically to that football program. And I, I, I can't see anything more exciting than for Miami to ruin the chances of, of uh, Florida State to um, to get into the playoffs. It's a good football program. I just don't think that they are at the level of a Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, even Washington and even some of these other one loss teams like Oregon um, and whatnot. I think, I, you know, look, they're good. They're good, and they can execute. And if you let them – if you make mistakes with them, they're going to get you. They're going to get you because they've got a lot of talented players, uh, you know, at the skill position with with their running backs. Uh, their tight end is legit. You know, the wide receivers are, are are good. So you've got an opportunity to be able to beat a very, very, very good football program. But the, the bottom line is Miami is, you know, has got some talent on their side as well. They've given, they've given away some games. Right? we talked about it at Nog, Yeah. To me, this is a game that you know that we can kind of come out and show that we're a pretty talented football team, and that we can beat a team like FSU.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt we can uh, win. The question is, you know, whether we will. I would say right now we're probably playing our best defense of the season yeah. and our worst offense at the same time. So it's <laughs> you know it's a mixed bag there, but we are playing really at a high level defensively. We had not been good at forcing turnovers the last couple of weeks we have started doing that as well uh defensively because the one thing defensively we hadn't done a lot of this year's forced turnovers and then pick six two weeks ago in Virginia forced a couple of turnovers last week as well. So even that part of the defense is coming around. So the defense is playing at a really high level and FSU has kind of slept walk through parts of their games and then they've had this extra gear they've been able to take it to and just put teams away. And so you know, if we can get off to a good start and prevent that from happening, you know, we'll be right in that game in the game. Um yeah, yeah they've they've in a lot of their games, you know, Boston College, LSU, even last week against Pitt, large parts of the game, they kind of look like they were just kind of going through the motions and and you know, I don't think we're gonna get that, unfortunately. I don't think we're gonna get that version of FSU, but but there are, you know, they're not like you said, they have not really been just blowing people out and, and looked unbeatable. They've looked very beatable. Um, LSU really dominated them for a half and was somehow – I think they were tied at the half, and then FSU in the second half just beat the crap out of them. and wasn't even – they added. were Clemson. Yeah. yeah, but Clemson was even worse, though, because Clemson – They made – I mean, Clemson blew that game completely. Clemson was up 24-17, driving to really put the game away quarterback fumbles FSU runs it back for a touchdown a to tie it and then they drive down to keep the winning field goal miss a chip shot and then lose Great. overtime after they miss another field goal so it is yeah so I mean that's a game FSU should have lost Boston College I think FSU won by two uh, Boston College has some chances there at the end to to, to come back and win it so yeah they're, they're teams they've, they've been in competitive games but again they've always seemed to just have that little bit extra right so that's why it's important um, for the Canes to to be out in front. I think because while FSU has had these close games, they've not really you know had the ball with five minutes left down and had to go down and drive. Because even again the Clemson game, they were trailing in, their defense scored a touchdown. And so you know they haven't necessarily had a lot of offensive game pressure to execute in the last ten minutes of the game to win the game. So right. there's an opportunity there um to to hopefully stay in the game put some pressure on them and like you said it's a lot we're we're playing for you know progressing the program forward getting a big win their season (laughs) all those things you talked about conference championship playoffs we're not playing for those things they are though
2: yeah, and I mean this is kind of it too because I think the rest of their schedule. I'm not. I don't have it in front of me now. Yeah, no,
1: it's a it's a cupcake game, and then
2: um, and then you uh, two two cupcake games. Um. Yeah. So so yeah. So uh, I, look, you know, we we you keep mentioning the defense. You know, Miami's defense and how good you know they are, um, and how good they have been. And I think it's going to be important to see how they how they do against, uh, you know, an offensive, you know, an offensive minded coach like Mike Norvell. He's he's great. Right. He knows how to play call. He knows how to how to scheme players open, how to how to get things going on offense. So his defense is going to have to step it up and we definitely want to get into that. Uh, Let's go ahead and, and, and bring on the heavy hitters. I wish I had that. Man, I wish I had that. Go ahead, bring them on. I, I I wish I had that that little, you know, that little chime that they go heavy hitters, sucker. <laughs> hey. yeah, I wish I had that right now, right. So what's up,
4: boys? How y'all doing?
2: All oh, man. How's how going, go, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us here for a little while. I know this this week is crazy for for all <laughs> all, all the Hurricane media media guys. You know the guys that YouTube guys like us and and you i'm sure you're 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 doing three days is, is what it feels like um, on the football field except with with your mouth and with your brain right so it's uh it's kind of crazy right now just talking it up and chopping it up with all these different guys so we do appreciate you know a couple minutes coming absolutely
4: up bro absolutely
2: you know you are uh family here on the show so we were kind of we were getting ready to talk about um uh fragile freddy and and the and the Florida state offense if you don't know who fragile freddy is yet uh, I'm sure, FSU Twitter can let you know what I think Fragile <laughs> Freddy is. Uh, because Flo, you're in the presence of, of you're in the presence of greatness today of a Twitter legend. In in, in myself, <laughs> uh, Fragile mm-hmm. Freddy is none other than Johnny Wilson, um, uh, wide receiver, and and of course uh, that that whole entire FSU offense. Right, I know you've mentioned this before about. You know that it's it's a good offense. Uh, Norvell and 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 that whole entire offensive staff knows, really. You know, really has an idea. They know how to scheme up. They're 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 great at play calling, so on and so forth. So you know, me and Vish were talking before you came on about the defense. How it's it feels like it's clicking on all cylinders right now. You're starting to get turnovers. Um, you're starting to get guys that are healthy. I know Porter and and Davis are, are coming back from the injury. You know, from an injury last week. But you're starting to get guys. Um, that are getting healthy, and the depth is, is starting to become a, a thing. Because I'll tell you what, at the beginning of the season, I was like, man, defensive tackle, I don't know, man. I don't know what we're going to do there. And then all of a sudden you start seeing um, Jay, you know, Jared Harrison Hunt starting to ball out. Leonard Taylor still with his inconsistencies, but he's starting to see where that first-round talent that they keep talking about is, right? And then you got some of the guys behind them, Branson Dean. And uh, even, even Thomas Gore, to a certain extent, has kind of showed us a little bit of his skill set, and then the young guys, Moten, and so on and so forth. So, uh, But I think this is going to be a little bit different because if you make mistakes, they will capitalize, right? And so they've got some talented guys on the outside. However, I think Miami is going to be able to to do some things on defense. It's really going to mess around with the scheme of the Florida State offense. I don't know what your take is on, on, on from the defensive side of the ball and then we'll go into the offense.
4: I mean – Everything you said, I I agree with. I think Lance Gidry has always done a lot with a little. And now all of a sudden he comes to Miami and he has the best athletes he's ever had. You know, um, so and then you had to give him you had to give him time. You had to give him time to learn the players. You can tell that as the season went on, it it, kind of like started clicking for him. You know, uh, I have a lot of respect, despite what some of the Canes fans think, for what FSU's done in the portal. You know, uh, I really do think from a skill position standpoint, they have a lot of good to very good skill position guys. But from our defensive schematics, I mean, that D-line is – it's a nightmare because you don't know what you're going to get from an offensive standpoint when you're trying to block them. I mean, he changes the front. They shift. You don't know who they're bringing, who they're dropping – I mean, to, to just to prepare from an offensive standpoint, it's 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 frustrating to prepare for for Guidry's type of defense because you have so many different multiple packages and you never know who's coming. I do think we match up really well with them when it comes to the trenches. Um, I think I think we will give them fits from the defense, like our front seven. I think is going to be a problem for them. Uh, when I say problem, I mean that where they're going to really have to scheme well. And like you said. You know, I think a lot of of the Miami Hurricane fans have a hard time taking their 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 Canes hat off and giving Mike Norvell credit, but he's a very smart offensive mind, and uh, he's gonna have to scheme against us. The, the key for me is gonna be their offense and our defense. It will be. I don't think they'll have trouble moving the ball too much, but I think if we can hold them to the field goals, not touchdowns, it, it'll be very interesting.
2: This before before you say anything, I want to kind of re- reiterate, reiterate what I was talking about as far as like you you mentioned Flo, uh, the matchups and how we match up well with them, um, regarding their wide receivers. Um, and this is funny though, right? Because in the show on Monday, I said, "Of course, Keon Coleman. You know, <laughs> he looks good because he's you know he's a good wide receiver because he gets open easily." Well, yeah, right. they, obviously there's more context to that, right? It's you know it's Norvell scheming him to get open. Sometimes, but I think what's most important about that statement that I made there um, is the fact that we're talking about Jordan Travis is their quarterback. Yep. This is a guy that, first of all, you—I think that you can really put some pressure on him, and 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 he's he's prone to make some errant throws and make some mistakes while he's still in the pocket because he's trying to he's trying to scramble. He can't get anywhere, but once he gets outside of the pocket and he rolls around, of course, these wide receivers are going to have that. You know that 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 flexibility, that that talent to be able to get open, free, and he's going to be able to find guys. That's that's his his strength, right? Is to be able to get out of the pocket and find these guys open, mm-hmm. right? And, and and so you still got some talent on the outside. It's it's not to say that Coleman is a bad wide receiver. He's not. Right. He's a good wide receiver, and so is Johnny Wilson. But Johnny Wilson, if you put a helmet in his chest a couple times, he's going to get them frog, you know, the alligator arms, and he's going to start dropping balls. You saw it at LSU. You saw it in other games. Yep. So that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like big time wide receivers or elite wide receivers. They don't give a shit about that stuff, right? They're gonna go out there and they're gonna ball out no matter what. I think that the conditions need to be really favorable for these guys to be able to go out and and be you know the elite that they everybody thinks they are. Correct. I mean, if you notice, a lot of the big plays that Keon Coleman is making or Johnny Wilson is, they're being covered really well. Right, it's not like they're creating separation. They're they're going up and making these one-handed catches, so that takes some talent. But at the same time, that just tells me that if you can stick with them, which I think that our deep, our our cornerbacks can and our safeties can help with that, I think you can be able to shut them down. They're not they're not the type of guys that I think they can take over per se, unless you get a situation where you start throwing the ball to the other the other thing. You know. <laughs> What's your take on? that aspect of the game as far as wide receivers and how we, we can kind of, um, you know, shut that down a little bit. I think
4: that we've usually, uh, this year, the, the the type of receiver that's hurt us is, is the dynamic one, right? The one that's got – that he's twitchy. He's, you know, he's got the fast twitch. He, he's, he's explosive. He's versatile. I, I think we've done a really good job with the longer, bigger receivers every time we face them. I mean, people forget. Texas a and has a 6'6 dude who's a freak, you know? And I try to remind a lot of people that are concerned about the size of these uh, their receivers is Kobe Young is all a 6'4, and he's super physical. You know, I mean, our corners get to see him every day, you know? Now, I think FSU brings out a lot of length across the board at, at wide receiver. And I, I don't – in in my opinion, I don't think that's a factor in the game. Will they make a play here and there? Yeah, because they're long. But I, I I'm more worried about receivers that can run by us. You know, like the, the dude that if he gets a step, it's over. I don't see them having that guy. I see them having guys that are long. You know, and and and, and I will say this: you you brought it up. A lot of their big numbers come from Jordan Travis scrambling. And then they, they're they're very good at what we used to call in football the scramble drill. It's a drill. Like as soon as you see the quarterback come out of the pocket as a receiver, it, you got to look at it like a drill and you got to move to open areas and help your quarterback out. I see a lot of their, their yards that they're getting is Jordan Travis kind of manufacturing them. Um and then you have really good initial coverage, but then they kind of like get loose a little bit. And, look, you got to give credit. I think Jordan Travis for, for college is one of the better quarterbacks. And he hasn't – I don't think he's played his best year. He's definitely thrown the ball up and made some really weird decisions. I think – and this is going to piss off a lot of FSU fans, and I don't really care. Oh, we're here but
1: for it. We, we've, been, we've been on their mind yeah.
4: all week. So yeah, care. so uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I think Jordan's soft, you know, just like I think Wilson's soft. Like, every time Jordan takes a hit – that's for real, he lays on the floor for a while. He grabs his shoulder like it's falling off. Goes to the sideline, then he comes out of the tunnel like a hero. He's done it like three or four times in the same year. Like I get it, you do it once, everybody goes All crazy. Paul
2: Pierce of college football Is that what for you're real though.
4: Like, come on, man. So, I, and I know they're not gonna they're gonna get mad when I say that. I'm just speaking what I see. I got I don't have a horse in the race on their team. Like for me, it's. I, I think he's a problem if you allow him to be a problem. I, I have a lot of respect for his game, but I think you hit him a couple of times, he changes. He, yeah. He's you know and, and like you said, Wilson's the same way. You hit Wilson a couple of times, he starts dropping wide open passes. And he's done it in multiple games. You have enough proof there in the pudding. But I will say this before we move on to anything else. I think the key to the game for me is going to be how we control that tight end for me i think i think that dude bell is the real deal
2: bell,
4: i think he's a, a mismatch nightmare and 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 norvell is smart he puts him in the backfield he sends him in motion he puts him out wide so i i, I think james is going to be the one that's gonna to have to go out there with him i i feel like that's a that's a guy that can hurt us even if we know he's getting the ball the other guys i think they're gonna make plays they're good you know uh, i think their running back is good their O-line is average, you know, but that dude out there, if he feels like playing, I think is a problem in my opinion.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the biggest issue is going to be the matchup. Like who do you put on them? I mean, I like the James Williams is probably the best, the best match there, but if you had to stick a linebacker on Jaheim Bell, Ooh. yeah, that's going to be a problem. But if you had to, who, who would you choose?
4: I I, I I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, and, and, and I say this because I, I I like football and, and sometimes it's hard to give credit to your rival, you know, because, yeah. but you got to be biased. You, you got to be unbiased sometimes and just be honest. I think this guy is an NFL dude, a hundred percent. And I think he's like a guy that's in the first four rounds, yeah. like in, in the NFL. We don't, I don't think we have a linebacker that can cover him that's on the field right now, me right. personal. Um, because if you, if you, if Wes goes out there with him, the dude is long, <laughs> you know, and he uses his length well. He's a good route runner. He's got good hands. I I personally think he is the, is the X factor in the game that can hurt us. Not like, okay, Keon got his catches. Wilson got his catches. Benson had some good runs. And I think this dude is a dude that is like third and nine. You better find him. They're in the red zone. You better find him. Like he's the one that ends up giving you like the, The other dudes give you the body blows. This is the guy that comes in and give you the knockout blows. When I watch their tape, he blows me
2: away. Well, I think um, in my mind, I'm thinking (laughs) it doesn't necessarily sound good after I say it. But <laughs> KJ KJ Cloyd, that's where I was uh, going to you know i mean he covered look briningstool for for clemson had his, you know game of the year for him right game of his life against us yep. um, but like, those touchdown catches were like he wasn't open yeah you know, no, he was just just that good open. he was he's covered that good. Yeah. on a on a third and what third and 16 third and 14 they went to him and KJ made a nice play and batted it down so i i think that if there's anybody that i'm not saying can cover him but can maybe you know they can? They're probably gonna have to scheme it somehow either way to, to kind of contain him. But I think I'm I'm gonna go with KJ Cloyd. So I, I think yeah, if gonna, it's
1: a linebacker, that's a linebacker. I I, I would I would say as well. But I think Flo touched on this a little bit. Our safety play is yeah. gonna be crucial in this game because when when they go scramble yeah. drill, when, when, when all of that stuff, that's Cam Kitchens mm-hmm. got to protect the backside. Um, and you know. We got to tackle well. James Williams had, had some of his bad habits show up late in the game <laughs> last week again after – I mean, he's been excellent this year. He's been great. um I So, agree. like, I mean, full full credit to him for kind of, you know, after I had a tough year last year, a lot of people would have transferred over, he came back, worked hard, and he's been excellent this year. But, you know, you can't miss tackles. All of that flows right. They're going to make plays. They're good. You know, holding them to field goals, the, the missed tackle, the, you know, putting the guy on, on the ground – short of the first down a couple of yards because you didn't let him lean forward. All of that forces field goals instead of touchdowns. And that that's gonna be big. It's a big game for Cam Kitchens. Because the other thing is I, I don't know if we're gonna have to 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 um to use a spy on Jordan Travis too. And you know that takes someone else out of pass coverage. So if we're doing that, that again just puts more pressure on your safeties.
2: Yep, I agree. And I, I think the most important thing is also and I know that a lot of people don't take this into account, but these, these guys, especially, that they're a damn good defense.
3: You got What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: Take ego out of the way. You got to take it out because that's what happened. If you ask me, that's what happened to James Williams last week. Right on that one that he tried to knock him, knock him out with that with that shoulder. Is your ego gets in the way, right? Your ego's a little, right. you, you're, you're pissed off, and what you want to do is to try to make a boom hit as, as opposed to be more fundamental and and you know, I mean tap, that
1: that tap. that was also the the air coming out of the balloon on that drive. Um, right, right, right. Know, that's what mean, mean, right. Because well, yeah. it was it was it was the, that was the ninety seven yard drive, but there was right. also. Right at the beginning, they had was it third and like nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let them convert it for twenty yards, and then yeah. you know they did the quarterback run. BS personal foul, and I think you know it just wheels fell off. You, you can't you can't you can't throw someone down in the field to play anymore. Where I come from, that's called tackling. But yeah, <laughs> right. I well,
2: uh, but I think well, all of not, that just all of that kind of led into that missed tackle too. I'm gonna let this guy talk to you about his boy over there, <laughs> nine big number nine. Hmm. Huh. Um, huh. That that offense, <laughs> Flo's going. I mean, I mean, oh. I don't know what 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 do you want me to say here, Flo? Listen to me, man. Yeah. on the show, and, and Vish as my witness, I asked everybody. I said, "Who's going to start at quarterback? Who do you know? Who's going to start at quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes?" And we uh-huh. said, well, maybe you throw, maybe after everything that we were talking about, how it, it's got to be JB or it's got to be Emery. right? <laughs> Blue, throw some. Some curveballs at us everyone's at us. he's like, uh you know, so maybe you gotta start with T V D and if he makes a mistake, I'm like, whoa, Lou,
0: mm-hmm. what
2: the hell is going on here? And I think if you let him make a mistake at that point it's too late already. Mm. So I don't know, Vish, what you got on, on TV? How do you how do you think this quarterback thing plays out, Flo? I
4: I this is this is enough. Um you have enough data at this point. It's not that you're you're turning your back on a bad like you rode with him. You rode with him enough where it cost you, like multiple, multiple, multiple times. I'm in the camp that says it can't Emery or JB can't play worse. That that's that's in the camp I'm at. I'm in the camp where it's like put someone in that'll spark the team, the team will rally around. And if he doesn't play well or good, you were getting the same play from the vet anyways. But what happens if the guy plays average or makes a play here and there? Oh, my God, what that will do to the team. Like, I'm not a big fan of quitting on your vet, but you're talking about not missing throws. You're talking about turnovers. That kills your game. It's not that he's just missing and throwing behind guys and throwing late and it looks like something's wrong because there's nothing's on the ball. Okay, I get that. That... That's something that sucks. And he throws a pick here and there. No, 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 my friends. He's throwing multiple, he's turning the ball multiple times in a game, plus not throwing the ball well. So you you have no, he's giving you no life. You have nothing to hang your hat on because you haven't seen the guy you saw the first four games for a long time now, multiple games. Like, dude, think about the games and and here's something i said the other day and i said it on the show earlier today i said we you name me a team that turns the ball over as much as us that we're in the game with 4 minutes left every game we're playing like nobody's blowing us out we should be getting blown out with the, with as much as we turn the ball over especially the way the acc is this year which is so competitive and we're in every single game we're in every single game so for me bringing somebody else any of the two, I don't care which one. I'm, I like JB because of the offensive line. I think JB would cause uh, the Seminoles much more problems because if you look at the guys that the team, the, the guy that's making most of the tackles um, when we do the inside zone, it's the defense end because he doesn't respect TBD to pull it and run.
2: Right.
4: You can run the exact same play, but you do it with JB. Now that guy that's making that backside uh, tackle can't go make it because he's got to stand there with with JB.
2: Yeah.
4: Right. So, even if you don't, if JB throws the ball 15 times the whole game, I still think he gives us a much better chance because of the schematics of our strength of our team. And to me, the strength of our team is those five guys that are in the front. So, we had to do it against, you know, Clement. hey, we're lining up, we're running the ball. Everybody knew we we're running the ball. I don't care if FSU knows we're running the ball, if we have a guy that they have to respect that can pull it and run. And, and okay, JB maybe can't throw the ball like Emery or, or TBD. But he's not trash. If you're open, he's going to throw you the ball, right? Like, is he going to make a tight window throw or or go through three reads? I'm not sure about that. But we're not asked. I wouldn't ask him to do that. As I don't see, I'd be like, first read not there, pull it and go. Make it simple and let the guy be 6'4", 230. You know, look what he did last year with third-string dudes. What do you think – it can't – here's – it can't be worse. And I'm stuck on that. Someone's got to prove me wrong. It can't be worse than what T V D is doing. So give me the upside guy.
2: Okay. What do you think, Vish?
1: Yeah, so just on, on that, I think the reason we've been in these games with turnovers the last couple of games is because we've been forcing them to. like We were even on turnovers until the last two interceptions that TBD right. threw, which, which is when the bottom fell out and we lost by 14 points in a game. That was a four-point game midway yep. through the fourth quarter. Virginia, that pick six saved us
0: mm-hmm all right. You're right. I mean, we
1: only scored 16 points so the defense is more than carrying their way but the reason we're staying in the game like so in terms of so what blue said i would 100% not do that if you think tbd it just to to flow to, to i'm not in practice i can't evaluate any of these quarterbacks i don't know what's going on it should not just be out of loyalty that tbd plays if you honestly think if you're shannon dawson you're watching them be like nope He's obviously got some mental stuff going on, but we can work through it. He's going to play well, and you think he's your guy. You cannot then yank him out after, like, a Mm -hmm. possession or whatever. Like, you know, you got to stick to your. If you think he's he's the guy, he needs to be the guy. If you don't, if you think JB or Emery gives you a better chance to win, you start them, then you stick with them. Don't have TBD on the bench ready to come in in the first quarter if Emery throws a pick on the first drive, right? No, you got to stick with him. Whoever you stick with – because you can't play quarterback like that looking over your shoulder. And the other, the other thing that – and Jazz and I talked about this offline, but against North Carolina State when we had that fourth and one, which was the, by far our best drive of the game. and um, But that was like – I don't understand why why JB has not at least gotten a little game action because I was like, if we put him in right there, there's no way we don't get a yard. You can't have his first snap of the year be fourth and one of the three-yard line against NC State in a four-point game in the fourth quarter. Like That's not going to work.
4: And Vish, let me ask you a question on that. I I want to ask your your thoughts on that because no one's really – I haven't heard one podcast mention this, and it blows my mind. I understand you're supposed to be able to get one yard. If we kick a field goal, it makes it a 10-9 game. At that point, NC State in the second half had five yards – of offense, five. Our defense is playing lights out.
1: Right.
4: Let's say that we kick the field goal, and let's say they drive it down, which they hadn't been right, right? and they score. It's an eight-point game. It's a one-score game.
1: Yeah.
4: Chances are, I think we would have stopped. That could have, should have, yeah, would have. Yeah. But let's say we stop them, or they kick a field goal because they didn't drive us down and score us all, all game until after that bullshit happened. In my head, I was like, "Your defense is playing lights out." Why not take the points? Worst case that happens, you're in a one-position game regardless. But if your defense does play well, you have a chance to come down and kick a field and win it. I, that blew my mind. Do you think it was
2: the right call? I think we well, agreed with that, right, early on. Yeah,
1: well, sort of. So I think I think the thinking, flow is because the defense has been so good, you're like, even if we get stuffed, they're going to put it back. We're going to get it, like, at, at their side of the field. Fair. So, Fair. Right. On The other hand, in defense of what you're saying here, is we hadn't finished a dry ball game, so why do we think we're gonna get a touchdown? Fair uh, <laughs> so you know, let's say let's say it worked the way we thought, you know, we get stuffed three and out because they hadn't moved the ball at all in the second half, right? They punt it, we get it like at their 40. We still gotta go get the 40. <laughs> you gotta get no. all of them too, because it's still a four-point game. And this is this is what I was telling Jazz on, on Saturday. Just snake bit, man. Like we had the one drive we're in field goal range third and ten. He throws an interception in the end zone. The other one, the other one, the other one, missed a very makeable field goal that he'd been hitting all year. You make either of those. Yeah. No brainer, you're kicking the field goal to go up. So we end I, up – we do it to ourselves. We stack bad play on top of bad play. And of course, then the defense gives up a 97-yard drive after giving up no yards the whole half. I know, Because, of course, dude. Of course yeah. they did, right? It's one of those yeah. things, like, it's just – sometimes these things don't go your way. After, after that game, like, we really just left so many points on the field. And, and you know, we should have gotten paid off on that game, and we didn't. So it was just a – you know, if you make one of those two opportunities we had earlier in the it's game – then yep. there's no doubt you kick the field goal because, of course, you're going to just take the lead. Facts. Um, and and that was – unfortunately, and this is where, you know, TBD is mentally is – something's wrong with that kid. Like that drive, he was 6 <laughs> of 6. He was, No, I mean, he's, there's, he's not seeing the field. He's got no, no confidence. There were a couple of times, like I was at the game where it wasn't necessarily open, but there were deep balls. And I'm like, three weeks ago, he would have just said F this and stepped into it and let it rip down the field. Mm -hmm. He's so afraid of throwing interceptions, he's actually throwing interceptions because of it. He's hesitating. You throw late, you get picked off, and he doesn't trust his arm anymore. If you look at some of the throws he made against North Carolina, Mm -hmm. where he's fitting the ball, the coverage, he's dropping it over the. It's Mm -hmm. like he couldn't. If he did that now, your your eyes would fall out of your
4: head. There's no way he's
1: making that same throw he was making three weeks ago. You knew when I knew
4: he was in trouble was his best throw has always been you know pulling and throwing the slant right. He's always he's money with that. When he threw the ball behind Jacari, when Jac- I mean, excuse me, Jacoby, when yeah. Jacoby had two steps on the guy, and he was so open. I mean, that's in Division One right. football. That's that's six. Yeah, it should have. That, that, that's right. When he threw it that bad, that's when I was like, okay, now his best e throw that he makes, he's off. This is weird. And, and but that's that's
1: where like that's where that last drive it was so unfortunate because that was the only drive he threw the ball accurately, he hit Colby Young on a slant, and hit it. It was the only one he threw in front of him no. correctly yep. like the whole game. He had six of six for like sixty yards on that drive, converted a couple of third. And Lonzo's oh, was no. like, "If you could have just gotten paid off on that, maybe that kind of pushes him." Yeah, like we I could agree. really use a game against Bethune Cookman right now. I Seriously, like work like just to get some confidence up. But it's it's, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. You played Florida State on the road, so but no, I he, his, he, there's something there's something going on with him that's not. And that's the thing; it's not something you fix in practice. Like he can go out there and practice really well until the lights are on until <laughs> the lights. Until the Blue lights are
2: on, uh, Blue thinks he's on mushrooms. So I mean,
4: I mean. <laughs> that, I mean was, that, was, that was
2: that's as good an explanation as Eddie, right?
4: He doesn't look like the same guy though. I mean, no, he he does. just doesn't no. like. I, I, he looks like a guy that's just defeated. He's lost he's his confidence. He's lost yep. his
1: confidence. He's got the yips. You know, he's got he's player. got the Chuck Knoblox, the yips, Yeah, yeah, so. right. and 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 that's why. And the problem with that is like you can't fix in practice because you can go out there when there's no pressure in practice. I'm sure he looks fine. Yep, but then you, oh. when you get out there in the first quarter, he's got to read the defense, get the ball out accurately. It's not happening.
4: Well, Vish, oh, that's why I'm saying you got to for your team. Show your team that you want. Like I think if I'm thinking if I'm in the locker room, right, and you roll out TVD, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing. I'm not the I'm not happy because it's like I'm giving you everything I got. We're riding with him because he's our leader. We have to ride with him. All that I get it. But now you pretty much have enough evidence that he's not himself. Give us, give us something to hope for or fight for. You know, throw out the freshman or throw out the sophomore. Just, I think as a as a, as a player, I would be like, show me that you're willing to make a change. Like that, that you respect how hard we're playing. But if you roll out TVD again, and he, like you said, we go three and out, or he makes one of those stupid throws in his first few throws, that's just gonna take the air out of the team, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I think, I think I'm hoping the coaches have a read on the locker room and they kind of know how something will be received. Like, if TVD practiced well all week and and, the, and you feel like the team still trusts him, that's one thing. If you feel like they've kind of given up on him and you roll him out there anyway, I mean, that's really, you got to be inside the practice, inside the locker mm. room to know what the mood is. I actually thought, you know, Gidry's answer on this was excellent this week. They asked him, like, how do you keep your, your your defense oh, engaged like awesome. when they carry it. He's like, our job is to beat the other team's defense. I love that. Answer. If we do better than them, we're gonna win. Just like the offense's job is to beat the other team's offense. Like he's like, we yeah. didn't beat the other team's defense, and Great you know, answer. he's like, that's how you keep the team together. And He called out you know, Texas A and M. We gave up thirty three points. The offense scored forty eight. We won. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. That's how you win. We beat their defense that day. If yep. they scored, they gave up 48. We yeah, gave up 33. Genius, man. And, yeah, no. Yeah, but it was bro. like what he's talking about is like he's like that's how you keep the locker room. So no, we're not going to point the finger. If they score 50 points, we got to give up 49 to win. If they it. score three, we got to give up two to win.
2: Yeah. Our it.
1: job is to just give up less points than the other team gives up. And and I think that's how you keep the locker room together. It's not you're all on one team. We win multiple ways. Like our biggest win this year was a 48-33 game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't the defense carrying it? Was the offense. Mm-hmm. And and the last few weeks it's been all the like the defense won two conference games by themselves basically. Yep. So it's it's you know it's not it's not always it's it's up and down. And okay. and that, yeah. that attitude is just like, yeah, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna I'll play the other opposing
2: unit. If we do that, we'll win the game. So. Flo, one more thing before we get uh get you on out of here. I know we do appreciate your time. Um and I know I, I feel like I talked talked to you or, or at least listened to you at least six times a day. So <laughs> I'm like, you know. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I just know you're, I mean, listen, man, this is, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, especially right now. People where, don't know. You know. People don't know how
4: much work y'all and we all put into it. I promise you they have no idea.
2: It's crazy, man. I mean, I think Dish and myself are pulling like four podcasts a, a week plus. He's who started? Buckets. Who started this week? So yeah, I got we've, another. We've done stuff. Now we're like done three episodes basketball. of buckets this week. Yeah, this is like wow. almost ten shows a, a week, and uh, yep. and I'm sorry, but. You know i'm gonna have to talk to ethan about maybe bumping up my salary or something me- <laughs> he'll he'll give you a hundred percent raise man i guarantee a hundred percent of nothing <laughs> hey! oh <my> <laughs> i'm just kidding, bro shout out to ethan i love you yeah, bro yeah. Really? No, i love it um, yeah, hilarious bro yeah, before uh before we we get you on out of here man uh we've talked about a little bit about what it's gonna take for miami to you know to perform well but what's what's your take on overall what they need to do to come out with a victory up in Tallahassee this weekend.
4: It's I I would love to give you like that sexy oh, that's a good take flow and what a good I'm it's going to be boring but it's honest and and it's and it's anybody who's researched or played football this is this should not come as a surprise. I really believe in my heart even if I took this hat off, McCain's hat off, if we just take care of the ball, we will win. I think we got them on, on both – in the trenches, we have them. We have them – we're a superior team in the trenches than they are. The only way that I think this game either gets out of hand or we're in trouble is if we just start giving them the ball. I'm talking about turnovers, whether it's a fumble, whether it's a pick, a tip ball. I don't care how it happens. Just turnover. This is the type of team that when they have been in dogfights, they've won because they've gotten a turnover. You know, look Look at – a couple messy wins that they've had they've had three really messy wins but they've created a turnover late in those games right right and 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 then they're fueled by that I really believe if we play some boring boring football we come out of there with a W I really believe that in my heart like because of ma- the matchup I love for us what I'm terrified of is if we just start giving the ball like we, we go right back we can't do that against this team they're ranked where they're ranked for a reason we don't have to like it. You got to give credit. Their skill positions are very good. But if we turn the ball over, it's going to it's gonna be a long night for us. If we don't, I really believe we win this game. And we might win this game in a good way, like 10, 13 points, because they can't stop what we do well. They can't. They will not be able to stop what we do well. But if we try to be sexy and start trying to think we're doing something new and throwing the ball all over the field, it could get ugly. I, it, it's that simple for me. Take care of the ball, we win.
2: I mean, and obviously Fragile Freddy and Keon Coleman suck anyways. so <laughs> <laughs> bro,
4: they came for me like a week or two weeks ago. They came I was like trending on Twitter and I need and I'm and my Twitter's private and i and I was trending. You go figure that out. <laughs>
2: yeah, <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, no, uh. Bye, yeah, we'll have uh, some more content on, uh, later. But listen, uh, Flo Man, we appreciate yeah. you coming on. I know, uh, you still got some more, some more stuff. So make sure yeah, bro. He checks all his stuff out. And if you haven't, if you haven't subscribed to Discord, yet, yeah, we got to put that up. Uh, if you want um, something. Yeah, so- yeah. I love you
4: guys, man. Anytime, uh, I, I, you guys really get. I like podcasts that do the research and don't just come on and start talking a bunch of shit. Because we got to shout out to I about-
2: do that though. I do that. Bro. <laughs> So much shout weird. out to
4: everybody that does Kane's content, but shout <laughs> you out. You do and no show out. prep, man. That's an extra oh, shout out. Our brand,
1: man. You're
4: <laughs> <our> An <brand. laughs> extra shout out for the ones that do the dirty work and try to get their shit, the numbers right and all that, because that shit is, it takes time to do all that. But I love y'all, man. Y'all are killing it. I'm excited to have, v- I'm going to try to get Vish and, and, you know, Hoodie Girl and them. And, uh, and what, I forgot his other name right now. I got to get him Matt. on. Yes, Matt. We got to get him on soon because, uh. Hoops is here. I'm going to be going to the games. I can't wait. I'm nice. excited. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank
2: you. All right, you all right. my brother. Take it easy. Have a good one. Oh, man, I'll, listen, speaking of hoops, I'll be at the game on Friday with, with yeah. Mel. So yeah. uh, if you guys do some content, make sure. I, I, might, I might have to hop on really quick and talk to you. Yeah, we're going to do – Matt and I are doing post-game. Uh, oh, you are? Okay, cool, 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 cool. So we'll. Um, yeah. I'll be out there. So maybe me and Mel do something real a quick little hitter and send it over to you so you can uh, – yeah could talk some hoops
1: um i would say just right. adding to what flo said we yeah, got yeah. score touchdowns like this yeah. this drip 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 field goal shit we got we've done the last two weeks we got away with it against against virginia obviously not against north carolina state but like yeah. Yeah, i mean that's just simple math you, you you drive inside the 20 twice kick two field goals you can turn it over once and get a touchdown the other time and you have more
2: points yeah. like i
1: mean it's that like not being able real to finish drive
2: I think you think it's going to be a low-scoring game too, right? Relatively. If, if
1: we're going to win, it's going to have to be because we're not going to put up 40 or something. But I just like when we get those opportunities, you got to cash in for seven this week. We have not been doing that. Like we actually, I I, I was surprised because obviously when you're watching the game, you're kind of locked in, and as bad as the offense was against North Carolina State, it was a four-point game for most of it. So you're like, all right, just can we make a play? And you're kind of living play to play. Right. We only until they had that 97-yard drive that put the game. We only had the ball four times in the second half. One was a long drive where he missed a field goal. Another was a long drive where we got stopped on the like we're actually we're moving the ball in the second half. We just, you gotta finish drives and, and yeah, you have to. with it's touchdowns, hot. with touchdowns. And so I was True. like, actually, the second half, we had the ball four times. We moved it twice, two, three and outs, two long drives, but no points. <laughs> no points. And yeah. you gotta, gotta get those touchdowns. Cause I would say that was different from the Virginia game right. where we were barely getting to field goal range and Borghouse was like making 50 something yarders. Like we had the other drive inside the, uh, inside the five where we false started and got them, got the, man, that third down was there too. And their alignment made a great plane, jumped up and batted the ball down. That was there. It was actually a good throw for once too. Damn it. Wow. Um, that, that drive too. Like we ended up kicking a field goal and making it on, but like that was inside the five also. We false started and got the truck. You got to get touchdowns on those. Cause there's a big, you can drive all the way to the five if you kick a twenty-two yard field goal. That's the that's the same thing as just getting to the thirty-five and Borgals making a fifty-two yarder. You got to get touchdowns on those drives.
2: Really quick before we leave, because um, obviously we went—I oh, think we went longer than we expected. We yeah, two, and we got F one coming
1: up in five minutes.
2: I know. Crazy. Um,
1: train stops for no one.
2: I know. Anthony said that I said this. Um, he said something about um,
1: the multiple coordinators. Yeah,
2: uh, the uh, beauty's confidence. I, you know. I, I don't uh, why why midseason it's affected his confidence. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't think I don't think that's. I mean something something is. Uh, he just I mean he lost it. Like you said, he's yeah. got the yips. It's not really explicable by rationality of this caused it because if you knew what caused it, you could fix it. Correct. Right. It's kind of just, and this is why it would be great to have a cupcake opponent where. Because, where you could just, you know, make some easy throws, get his confidence. I mean,
2: you have Campbell for crying out loud last yeah, week. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, if you got something like that, then you absolutely start TV well, and let him get his confidence back. Well, well. I mean, well, I mean it's the, you want to do a little SEC action there by putting that cupcake late there, but uh, no. But this is the the problem with having all of your easier games at the front of the schedule. Like, there's no. Bre- we talked about this in the preseason. There's no breathing time. Yeah. So I just boom, cool. boom, 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 and now that he's kind of lost a little bit, there's no. No place for him to get healthy, and and as bad as 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 that performance was last weekend, North Carolina State's a top thirty defense. Like he's trying to work through this stuff against good defenses, it's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, oh, no,
2: it's yeah, yeah, so yeah, it
1: sucks training. for him, but that's the way it is. But I don't think it's caused by that. He was good with the same offensive coordinator earlier this year.
2: Yeah,
1: like I true. said, if we could take that package, and it wasn't even a great necessarily his best performance, but if you could package that North Carolina performance in the game we lost and shove it out on the field on Saturday, we'd all sign up for that right now. Yeah, I'll take 390 yards and four touchdowns and a pick right now. Hell yeah. But, like, there's no way he's doing that. No, He can't make any of those throws anymore. (laughs) And that was only three weeks ago. So it's just what it is, man. I don't know what happened to him, but
2: it's gone. Um, Maybe we'll have some content for you guys tomorrow, too, in another special heavy hitter. Uh, guests. so we're working on that. Um, I'm working on that as well. So keep a lock for that. But um, as we said, this will be on podcast form. So, well. I, we'll just, just, I would just, happy. I would just,
1: I would just say, like nothing we do this year is going to affect uh, Mario's trajectory.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. We're
1: nowhere near where we need to be at. We have to again. We talked about this on Monday. We're,
2: look, we're a better football team than we were last year.
1: We are, but also like
2: six and three. Being six and three right now is not a terrible thing. I think it's the way that we've lost. These last couple of games where we've given it away basically is what hurts. I get that. But this is a way better football team than it was last year. It's man. a it's a way better it football right, team. Right.
1: And and also, you know, there's still gaps, and one of them is that quarterback. Not that it know, just so
2: happens that the, the most important position we're not very good at right now. Everything well, it's, not
1: just, it's not just that we're not very good at, it's that there's it's not recruited evenly yet. Yeah, right. You should have like a sophomore with some starts under his belt in a junior on this roster as well. Cause TBD is like in his fourth or fifth year. Like you should have other people there. There's just not. And that's, that's fine. It's a work in progress. We get that. So, get there. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter who he starts or whatever. It's, it's not going to affect his career here. Right. He's not Mario's career is not going to be made or make made or broken off of this season at all. Right.
2: I agree. Uh, keep it locked here for more content. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes, and of course, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your podcast. This will be there, uh, up and running. later and, on. And if you're uh,
1: if you're playing hooky at work tomorrow, eleven a.m. the women play. There you go. Open oh, their awesome. season at eleven a.m. So. Uh, That's
2: interesting. All right. Yeah, they, they do. A,
1: they do. A, they do a, an education. To to, no, no, they do an education to everywhere. They let school children field trip from school and come in. That's why. Oh, cool.
2: Cool. All, right.
1: All you, right. You will hear them screaming. Turn your volume down if you're trying to cheat and watch that work because those kids do not like shut up for two hours. They just scream the whole
2: fucking time. I bet you <laughs> will. I bet you <laughs> will. Uh, We'll see you guys soon again. Take it easy. The
3: Six Rig king Show. Yeah. The Six Rig king Show. Yeah. The Six Rig king Show. Ha-ha. You know.